All right, boys and girls, welcome once again to the Real Life on the Bass Kayak and Beers podcast. It's your boy Armando. If you're tuning in live, thank you for tuning in. Leave us a comment. If you have any questions for my guest today, feel free to throw them on the comment section. Let me know where you're listening or watching from. If you are listening to our MP3 format, which goes live every Monday, um, remember you can listen on any podcast streaming platform. And you, if you use something like Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, feel free to give us your reviews. It will really help out with the growth of the podcast. Today, we have a great episode. We got Orlando Nandine and Ryan Lunch Money Lambert. We're going to be previewing um, the Hobie BOS in Sam Rayburn, which is going to be a couple of weeks from now. We are also going to be talking about the, um, the season that we've been having for the kayak series in the national side, both the Hobie BOS and the uh, Bass Nation Kayak Series. And also, we'll be talking a little bit about the Native Bass Power Hour, which is in its second season. That's going to be like the third uh, national trail that has been emerged. I got Metal Jones. Thank you for tuning in, the guys from the Dark Horse Tackle. If you haven't listened to that episode, that's probably one of my favorite episodes I've recorded lately. Um, feel free to go check it out on our library. Um, just kind of give you a heads up. Uh, the next three episodes are going to be pre-recorded episodes. Uh, and I've recorded them back to back to back. Um, next week's episode should be with um, Duke Tran. We're going to be talking about the Lone Star Throwdown and the Bass Nation, the Texas Bass Nation Kayak Series. They're holding an event in conjunction with the Lone Star Throwdown. Some exciting news about that. It looks like, I don't know if I'm free to say it, but I'll throw it in right there. It looks like we might have a Texas Bass Nation Kayak Series uh, for next season. Not just one event like they've done in the past two years, but actually a series that's going to be running uh, in Texas. So Texas Bass Nation Kayak Series. So tune into that episode. After that, we're going to have Paul Roberts. The Jabber Hammer is going to join me. The Thursday after that, and then the first Thursday of October, I am going to be having a um, pre-recorded episode. Uh, Jigs and Biggs is going to be on this episode. So Rose Beef is going to be joining me. I already recorded those episodes, so it's going to be exciting to, to uh, listen to those episodes. So remember, they're going to be pre-recorded episodes, still going to be at the same time on uh, YouTube and Facebook if you want to watch. Um, and if you listen on MP3 format, they're still going to be uploaded uh, each Monday. Then after that, I come back from vacation and I should be interviewing a winner of the Lone Star Throwdown and the Bass Nation Kayak Series in Texas that, again, was in conjunction with the Lone Star Throwdown. Unless the guys from KBN swoop them in on Monday and then I'll probably think of something else. But anyways, let's bring these guys in. We got Rolando Nandin, local hammer here. How you doing, Rolando? Good. How you doing, Armando? Appreciate you taking the time. I know you've been very busy, um, so I appreciate you taking the time to join us on the podcast. And of course, we got Lunch Money oh. Lambert. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? How's that leg coming up? Uh, I'm walking on it now, man. I'm just trying. Uh, the the tendon's still really tight from where they repaired it, so I just got to get it kind of stretched back into uh, working order. But I'm at least able to walk around in regular shoes now, so that's a plus. Uh, I got the music playing in my back in in my mind right now from Kayak Bass Nation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. Intro. So Ryan, you're really making a case for um, kayak anglers being athletes. Like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> can't handle an Achilles tear, but you were are still out there. 
breaking uh, on one Achilles. Uh, I don't yeah. recommend it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> tell anybody else to do it. I felt like I had to if I wanted to have any shot at making the TOC. So that was kind of my my last ditch effort. Right now, I'm I'm in, but you know that it all depends on what happens at Rayburn. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I might get bumped back to like last year. I think I was like the second alternate or something. So yeah, just so close. It's depressing. What in the standings? What are you? It's up this year. It's like, like 44th or something. Yeah, I'm in like. Oh yeah, you should be good, right? I don't know, but I mean, you never know unless you really sit down with a spreadsheet and run the numbers. How many mm-hmm. people haven't fished X amount of tournaments, or you know what what tournaments they have to cull. There could be a lot of moving and shaking uh, on Rayburn. Uh, I think Rayburn's yeah. probably going to fish tough for a lot of people just being that time of the year and some of the conditions, and we'll get into that later. But I think that that might be my only hope of kind of keeping people keeping people down on the point scale a little bit. Yeah. Also, yeah. And also, it's like how, of the, the ones underneath you that have a shot at leapfrogging you, how many of them are actually fishing Rayburn, right? Right. So that's the thing is, I mean, I, I don't know. What's the attendance, Rolando? Do you know what the attendance is right now? Uh, uh, last time, roughly? last I checked, was sixty-seven. But like, I can tell you right now, it is. It, it wasn't very good, actually. Yeah, well, last you time know, I checked, lacrosse was, was really slow too. Like when I signed up for lacrosse right before the cutoff, it was at like fifty-two that Tuesday, and then I sign up, and it's like ninety. And I was like, that. <laughs> I thought I was about to get some <laughs> some easy points on that deal. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It stands at 57. Really? Yeah. 57. Dude. Yeah. So uh, that is. The I want to fish it so freaking bad. Man. I know, right? I'm so tempted. If I wasn't on vacation, I'd, I'd be. I know. I'll it. be in Idaho. That's the only reason I went and fished lacrosse on one leg is because I'll be in Idaho elk hunting in there. I, I had no option. I couldn't. Still with one Achilles, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Aaron Rodgers. One legged man out here. All right. So that is the. <laughs> That is a good segue to start with because I wanted to, and we're not, I'm not picking on Hobie BOS. Like we, Rolando. Wait, uh, wait, Ryan, wait, wait. You said 50 something? Texas, right? Uh, Texas. No, nah, oh, I'm the, sorry. That's a Texas guy at Bassley. No, no, no. It's 91. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. There you go. I expected, honestly, I expected Rayburn to pull. I think it'll probably pull 120s or 130s, what I what i think I don't yeah know. that's what i yeah at least that i think it'll definitely pull some more people um Did I, yeah, it's oh i clicked the wrong one gonna, yes i, I hope I it does i hope it i hope it pulls a full field that way yeah <laughs> that way uh, you know me too that way i can points. have a third that way i can have a third trophy at a full field hey there you go <laughs> my, so, my, two, my two trophies i have been been full fields <laughs> we hadn't so, seen one since people quit <laughs> quit filling it up after you kept doing that <laughs> no, you know, I think it's the economy, man. It's squeezing people's pockets. It's it's tough. That's I think yeah. that's some of it. Some of it. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not all of it, but it, it you know, there that, that plays a little role into it. For sure. And, and Everybody always says that. Tax time. You know, they say tax time like people are getting the rebate checks out there trying to fish all these tournaments. I think a lot of that's just kind of spring fever, you know. You know the bite's gonna be good at these places and everybody yeah wants to go fish them not as many people want to go fish in no july fun. or august or september yeah that's a good point now like i said we're not picking on hobie bos all three of us have fished the hobie bos heck all three of us are, three, are aj's biggest fan and hobie bos biggest fan but it does seem like they've struggled i want to say struggled they're not as popular as they they took a step down from last year um noticeable step down it used to be 
I mean, last year, I know there was a bunch of them that were seemed like they were sold out, but they weren't really sold out. A lot of people canceled and got mm-hmm. refunds at the end, but they were still constantly in that 150 to 200 range. Um, not as much the ones up north, and but generally those don't do as much attendance as the one down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is 91, which is not bad, but a tournament, Rolando, you can attest to this. Any national trailer stops in Texas is going to get at least 150. And it still has a shot getting 150. But in your opinion, Ryan, I'll start off with you and then Rolando, you can chime in. What do you think are one of the reasons why maybe Hobie BOS is not doing as great? Now, before we go into like, well, maybe the economy, we like to consider that Bassmass Nation Kayak Series is actually outperforming in attendance. So a lot of it can't be just like it's not affecting them equal, I guess. I, I don't. Well, I think I think a big part of that is, you know, we've had Bassmaster around for a few years now. Uh, it wasn't really being ran optimally. And I think once they made that's putting it move, nice, by the way. <laughs> and put, well, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to be PC. But, you know, once they made that move and really took the leap on on finding somebody that was really committed to, to making it, you know, excellent. Uh, I think that really got a lot more people's support. Like people wanted to fish it before, but it, it, when you have these other hurdles and there's a better option, because at that time, Hobie was heads and shoulders above, you know, being a better option. So that, you know, people didn't have to really scratch their head over it. Now they have Steve-O running it. Bassmaster has done a fantastic job of mm-hmm. promoting the anglers and the events and having them on the website with the elites on their Instagram. Like they have done such a great job with it. Yeah. I think now there's not a reason not to fish the Bassmaster. Like they, in, unless you just hate motors or something, uh, there's not a reason not yeah. to fish that series. So I don't necessarily think that it's anything Hobie's done wrong, but I think it's, a lot of things that Bassmaster has done right. Like I think, you know, they have that legacy name. They have the logo that people recognize that a lot of people grew up, you know, with it on the back windshield of their truck or, mm-hmm. you know, wearing yeah. the hats or whatever. I think that, you know, kind of nostalgia ties into a lot of, you know, the brand itself. But I don't think I don't think Hobie's made any mistakes. I think them going up on entry fees and going up on the number of entry slots. I think they kind of, you know, hurt themselves on the supply and demand. Like they had the formula yeah. down last year. When you have people selling out your events, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, Black Friday sales or something. When a tournament would go live, you would just oh, watch yeah. the yeah. numbers just skyrocket. Don't mess yeah. with it. Why would you? Like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, that, that's what I don't understand about, you know, that dynamic. You, you know, it, 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 no matter what field you're in, uh, you know, basic, basic economic supplies, <laughs> supply and demand. They had it figured out and now they don't. Yeah. yeah, it seems like what I think it bothers a lot of people about the entry fees being more expensive. It really felt unjustified when you look at the Bass. Is it Bassmaster? I, I heard you say Bassmaster. Bassmaster, Bass Nation Kayak Series. I can't keep up. Did I say um, that right? Bass, I think it's Bass. Bass we all know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, Bass Nation. I think the Bass Nation is like each yep. state. Yeah. So oh, like okay. Okay. Bass Nation, Texas Bass Nation. That kind. Mm-hmm. Of. I was getting confused. My my apologies on that. Um. So the it feels unjustified considering that the Bassmaster Kayak Series never raised their prices. And when you think about it, Bassmaster is more like, well, we need our money. 
because we provide a service. So we need to make a yeah. profit out of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, Hobie BOS is a manufacturing company, which this is more of a uh, uh, publicity Mark marketing, marketing yeah, machine yeah. that yeah. pays uh, self-sustained. So I agree with you on that. Um, Rolando, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think that's partially true? Do you think the, the rule changes or the, the, you know, now people are more moving into motor? Motorized kayak has something to do with it? Yeah, no, I 100% I, I agree with uh, Ryan. I think a lot of it has to do with the uh, publicity that you just get getting into, you know, yeah. you're doing Bassmasters versus um, a Hobie. And, of course, the motor plays a big role because I've personally talked to people that have skipped out on tournaments because they can't use a motor. And so, um, you know, that, that, that plays obviously into it, right? And, uh, you know, last year, I think I won a first place and I got 10,500 and then I won a first place in 2023 and I only got 10,000. So my payout went, my payout went down. Right. So Orlando. Yeah. yeah it's not a, <laughs> only but, one. Two, about but, yeah, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that, uh, I still love Hobie, man. And I love AJ. Yeah. I think, uh, they run a great organization. I really can't, uh, at the end of the day though, you know, when you got the government squeezing everybody's pockets, you got thing, you know, you got still inflation lingering around things like that. You got to figure out a way to, you know, if you're not going to make it up in the money aspect of, of winning, then at least, uh, you know, showcase the the anglers mm -hmm. in, in some way. Right. It's, you know, I feel like there, there needs to be something. And I think, honestly, moving from 22 to 23, um, I really didn't feel like there was a step up. It yeah. was almost kind of a step down. With a with a higher pay rate. Uh, with, into, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So. Um, you know, it's good for those, you know, it pays down a little bit further. That's, you know, that's awesome. That's great. Um, we all have to have a little bit of skin in the game, so to speak. Right. Uh, but we, we need to, we need to find a way to fill, to pour more money into it. Um, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just gotten so expensive these days just to do, you know, all this stuff. So uh, prices of things have gone up. Lures have gone up. Uh, shit. I've cut back on buying stuff in tackle warehouse. You know, I'm trying to, you know, utilize what I have in my, in my, in my garage and not order as much. Um, cause I, cause I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm feeling it from the economy side as well, you know? And, uh, and so I'm just kind of trying to, you know, save a little bit here and there, but, uh, Bassmasters, unfortunately I haven't done it as much as this year as I, as, as I wanted to, like I do a Hobie, but I don't know. I, I'm in this transition right now in my life where like, I'm trying to focus on my work. I'm trying to do the fishing and I, I really enjoy the fishing, man. Like <laughs> I just, I just really want to make a good living doing fishing, but it's just, it doesn't pay enough right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something. I mean, that's, that's uh, even like the pros, the bass boat pros, like they'll tell you, I mean, it's, it's like they're working four or five different jobs. They're doing the social media stuff. They're doing the YouTube stuff. They're doing, you know, all the commercials and stuff for their sponsors. Like, it's you know it's it's not just fishing turns out <laughs> no no it's not you got to be a, you got and you got to be a good business minded deal because yep. you got to be good with the with all those little different things going on at the same time and managing and and time blocking your stuff cuz you got you know uh, creating social media content it is is time consuming i feel like we have to have oliver anthony singing on the background <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, it is true and it it has affected it also i also i think a lot of it has to do with you know the pandemic being over a lot of people i think 
gravitated to outdoor activities during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. now everybody's a lot of people going back to work and responsibilities. Um, and our I new, think our new pandemic to... starts next year, though. So yeah, I just heard. It's, I just read still. about it. <laughs> new pandemic floating. Um, Don't worry. Somebody send me the link. I'm like, here. Yeah, we it's going to be a, a 2.0. Uh, yeah. COVID 2.0. We got yeah. it coming. You know how it's going to happen. But anyways, <laughs> we Bassmaster kayak series. Is it just as simple as saying the difference is uh, Steve Owens, or is there more to to obviously? I in my opinion, I think. You can name all the changes, but it, you, and Ryan, you, uh, Jeff Malad, on your podcast, and I talked a lot of it on my podcast, and we all got a little bit of heat of it because people were saying, well, well, you guys are haters. Uh, why are you, you know, putting them down? But it was, I felt like it, it needed to be talked about, and you guys came to the same conclusion that I came to. It's like there's only needs to be one change in, in the whole Bassmaster Cat series, and that's just put somebody at the helm. Yep. Typical down effect for the for the best. Literally, when we when we had John Stewart and Dwayne on when they first announced the Bassmaster Kayak series, I literally said on that first episode, I was like, "You need to hire Steve Owens to run the kayak." Yes, I remember that. And then it ta- you know three years later, it's like, "Hey man, we should hire Steve Owens to run the kayak side." And then it goes through the roof, and it's like, "Okay, well, you know, at least they got there. At least they got there." Yeah, we got but, we got. But there. I it's agree. I mean, that I think that was it, man. Like. Not and they invested in the idea of it and listened to Steve on you know what he you know advised them to do and that was that's the biggest thing is just buying in on it just going all in. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think it's the biggest difference he has made? Because it's really on the field and off the field kind of borrow a sports term. I think the, the confidence of the anglers, like the anglers knowing that he's going to take care of it. Like whatever it is, whatever comes up that he has thought through the details and, and has really put the experience first. And and that's, and that's, you know, that's one of the other things like (laughs) we were talking about the differences between BOS now BOS, the board check, there's a mandatory like 45 minute to an hour meeting where you, you sit and, you know, have the rules, explain to you or read to you or whatever like that's just another little thing and it's not is it a huge deal no but it's still like you've been up there pre-fishing for two or three days you've been on the water for eight or nine hours you're you know sweaty starving to death <laughs> and you gotta you gotta sit there you know through through another meeting and most people you know most of us have have fished these events before so you know, you're kind of, you're pretty much aware of it. And it's again, on the angler to read the rules. If you go into a tournament and you don't know the rules, then in my opinion, you're asking for, you know, something terrible to happen, but yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand he wants to be clear on stuff, but I, that's one thing that I would cut out immediately is that, <laughs> that lengthy process. If there's any specific boundaries or anything to that particular body of water, that's different. If it, if they allow portaging or something, you know, something, really specific that you want to touch on go for it but like you know sitting there for 45 minutes or so is just painful in in my opinion <laughs> yeah no i have to agree uh, i'm every time i, I think back yep. of that i'm starving every time at that point i can smell myself yeah. i'm just sitting there like disgusted with the smell of myself and i'm starving to death i'm like all right let's <laughs> let's let's get something done here guys so Rolando, you fished it, uh the Bass Nation or Bassmaster Kayak series um last year and this year. What to you is 
what are the biggest improvements you've seen fishing those trails? Um, well, I mean, I haven't fished the Bassmasters last. Well, I fished. I was it this year that we did fork early, right? That was freezing. Was that this year? Yeah. No. Yeah, that was this. That was yeah. this year. It feels like so long ago, right? Yeah, it does feel like it's so long ago. Uh, I think. Well, you know, I personally enjoy. I did like the uh, structure, the whole restriction of the launch stuff. That that to me, yeah. I think was was in a positive positive yeah. direction. Um, when you're talking about semi professional fishing, you know, and uh, Bassmasters for me also has done. You know, when ever since they brought Steve over, um, Steve just makes you feel like you've known the guy for like 30 yeah. years, man. Like that is that when you can connect with someone like that, you really can appreciate the organization. You know, mm-hmm. so that that to me was was definitely a big deal. Um, but I don't fish enough Bassmasters um, because it just, you know, I just have really having them because of my work. But the Hobies I have, and I feel like there's been an improvement definitely from the last year to this year um, in the sense of the way it's ran. But the only thing is, is the, is the payout stuff. It's just hasn't been all that, you know, all that good. I and, personally like the top 10% payout. I get it. You know, you talking you, for Bassmaster, right? Well, like Hobie, from what Hobie moved last year, to, yeah. to to what they're you know what they're doing now, paying top fifteen percent down yes. the field, that just waters down the guys at the top. And I, I get it; you want people to be able to take a hundred bucks home or mm-hmm. two hundred bucks home. But if if you're the guy at the top, you know, do you want eight grand or do you want ten grand? Like to me, ten grand is the number. That's the number we should be shooting for for all right, these right. tournaments. I don't care what mm-hmm. series it is. That's that should be the target. Yeah. However, you need to do it. You know, cut the cookie however you want to, but ten grand is what we need to be shooting for to win these things. I agree on the, in the um, payout schedule. I liked last year. I don't. I don't see the point. And I don't. I haven't looked at the payouts that much this year. I know I looked at it last year, especially with the Bass Master Kayak Series. I don't like it when the payout is equal to your entry fee. And my and this could be a stupid reason, Ryan and Rolando. You can. Correct me if you think this is a stupid reason, but the whole thing about it is move money, right? You get people, you come, you 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 buy in, you pay the entry fee, and then the mo- the money is going to move to whoever performed the best. Yeah. If you're paying out what you already paid in, it's like you did nothing. It's you got your money <laughs> back. To me, it's like they should be like the payout should end at twice uh, at your entry fee. If your entry fee was two fifty, the lowest payout, in my opinion. Should be five hundred. I get what you're saying. I say, like you said, well, however you want, because I don't see the point. The whole point is moving the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole point is winning, I, but the business side of it is yeah, move the money. You know, if yeah. I, if if you get if you're paying ten angles, the last ten payouts are going to be the same as what you paid in. Then when it comes to the payout, you look at the payout, you say, okay, we got two hundred anglers. Discount the last ten because that money just stayed in one place. So you really have 190. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's the way I see it. Like that money never moved. It went from one pocket and ended up in one pocket because you paid out, let's say, 10 people, whatever the entry fee was. So that's I get it. I get it from the ROI standpoint. Like you Mm -hmm. didn't get a return on your investment. Yeah. You're just taking your own money back home. (laughs) You didn't you didn't gain anything from the although although you feel good when you do walk away with it because you're like, well, at least you saved something, right? But sure. Yeah. That's why we (laughs) try to go find a pool hall or something at night. So you can at least (laughs) take somebody's money, do something. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I am a so, pool player, by the way, Ryan. I love. Come that. on with it. Oh, there find, you go. find me and Pendergraph, and we will we'll get out and have a good time. <laughs> um, the other thing that uh, you touched on it a little bit, Ryan, and I know um, Drew Gregory and um, some of the crew that really love skinny water fishing are coming with a new trail that's going to be all inclusive, right? And one of the things that I'll give him props to Drew Gregory and his team that are organizing this, it seems like they're really putting the fun in kayak fishing tournament. And by, by what I mean by that, for those that haven't fished national trails, I pretty much stay with Rolando Nandin, which I would, anytime Rolando Nandin is going to the tournament, I am looking to house in the same houses because I know how professional he is. He's always, let's go by the book. We're going to talk about anything. Let's just make sure we're professional about it. Let's make sure nobody's get disqualified. But one thing I'll tell you, if you never fish a tournament, you stay with Rolando Nandin, it is boring in the sense that it is business. You're coming here and to do business. You get up early in the morning, you go fishing, you come back, you don't go to the bar. That's you the same way home. in my house, brother. I got run a tight <laughs> <Right>. shit. <laughs> and I was like, ain't nobody messing around in my place. <laughs> and I know no, I, I do like my scotch, man. So uh, just, you know, you introduce it, I tend to loosen up a little a bit. <laughs> I never see you, but a lot of it is going back to what you were saying, uh, uh, Ryan. It's like the only fun about it is competing in the tournament. This year, there was one tournament, one. I don't know if it's the Hobie BOS or Bassmaster. I can't remember. But the day one was canceled because it was this huge storm Santa, that never came. Santa yeah, Santa Cooper. Santa Cooper. And you guys, I remember watching you all, all on social media, having fun that day. We had so much fun. Exactly. Like <laughs> We had all the Canadians come out, like everybody. We went to this, just pick a random hole in the wall. And that was so much fun because there was no pressure. You couldn't fish. So I Yeah, mean, you couldn't even pre-fish. Yeah. <laughs> so... I see what they're doing over there, over there, and I give them props. I think they're putting the fun back in it. Do you feel, Ryan and Rolando, that that's something that needs to evolve with this National Trails, Bassmaster, and uh, Hobie BOS? Hmm. Well, I, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I, I don't know that it has. I, I don't know that, you know, if you're going to run the top tier professional level tournament series, it doesn't have, there doesn't have to be uh, a fun aspect of it yeah i mean you know like it, you're you're there for a reason for that tournament whatever if you want to go hang out with your buddies or do whatever in addition to that that's fine but you know when i was talking about the hobie meeting beforehand i think instead like if you're gonna do something like that because you want people to be there together and i think that's i think that's aj's premise behind this mandatory meeting is he wants everybody there together interacting with each Safety other talking well. to each other yeah, like so these these municipalities can see how many people actually showed up for this, their their return on their investment. Yeah. Uh but I think you have to if you're going to make people do that, do something fun. Exactly. Have a corn, have a cornhole tournament or when they used to do pizza, it doesn't have to be food oriented, but something, some kind of activity, a flipping contest, like something just to make it, mm -hmm. you know, more relaxed instead of like like you're at school, like you're getting a lecture. <laughs> I just do something fun with it. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think as we're kind of seeing the hierarchy of the tournament trail shake out, I think it's a great spot for Hobie to be in too. be a little more relaxed with it, make it a little more fun. And, you know, it's if they're going to stick with the human powered thing, you're going to cater to those entry level anglers as well. 
that don't, you know, go dr- drop 20 grand on a, on a rigged out motorized kayak, uh, they can still come in, have a good time, you know, pedal or paddle, whatever they choose to do. Um, but I, I think, I think that's a, that's a good spot for Hobie to, to move into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what I meant. If you're going to make everybody show up, I feel like try to supply some fun with it. Some relief, yeah. you know, yeah. Orlando, I'll let you answer as well. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. You know, when we do the local stuff here, you know, uh, the Texas kayak bass league and things like that, we do sometimes they have some, uh, some fun stuff that we, we do beforehand and absolutely that just gets you in that whole mood, right? Relaxed. You're enjoying the time being there. I think that's super important. Um, reading the rules. Yeah. Honestly, at that level, if you already go into those type of events, you already do, you should have already done your due diligence and read the rules. Yeah. And, uh, if anything happens after the fact, that's <laughs> shame on you. You know what I mean? So there is absolutely no need to rerun through that. And uh, I think that time can be utilized to definitely bond and kind of make, find some, some fun time, especially the flipping thing that I enjoy doing that. That's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done it. They used to do it at the Hobie, the original Hobie Opens on Kentucky Lake. Uh, Jay Wallen would usually mop the floor with everybody every year. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that was just just little stuff like that. But they also had food and, you know, beverages and whatnot. Yeah. And, it, and I think that's that's part of it, man. Get the conversation going. Get new guys in. Like we, we had a, a, a new guy staying down the road from us in lacrosse. And it was like a one bedroom kind of shed. He was by himself. We saw him there every day. So finally, Saturday night, I was like, I told Pendergraph, I was like, we're pulling over. Like, we're dragging this kid out of the house. And we made him come sit and hang out with our, and he'd never, that was his first kayak tournament. Like, you know, his big, first big tournament, he didn't know anybody. And he just hung around with me and Pendergraph and Abby for like two hours and just told stories. I was like, this is what, like, this is the point. This is what we're supposed to be yeah. doing. Like, now this kid loves it. You know, he's going to try to branch out and go fish more national tournaments. And who knows? He may, he may be the next hammer. <laughs> yeah man i'm afraid to get with you in a pendergraph man because uh, <laughs> i get a little couple i get a couple of drinks man i'll let i'll let loose dude i'll forget i have a tournament next day well that's <laughs> happened and that's how mark pendergraph became the possum king same deal we got to shoot and pool and shot pool all night and then he won the whole deal oh man that's funny and and i like to shoot pool i used to do uh pool tournaments back when i was younger yeah, every he, friday he, he played bar league style out there in texas ah. He, Mark's good now. I, I don't give him credit for much, but he's good at pool. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday when we, we're staying with uh, Rolando, it's the same conversation. Say uh, uh, Ryan and the guys are at this bar. You guys want to join? It was like, yeah. And there's like, now nah, we got to fish tomorrow. We got to hang, hang with this guys. When I hear you guys are local, when y'all, when I hear y'all are like nearby, I'm like, yeah. man, dude, I already know myself. I'm like, I'm, if I go to this thing, I already know. I get a couple of drinks, dude, and, and it's over, man. It's like I'll just—it's nonstop. It's uh the last year at Broken Boy. I remember we got to the parking lot. The bar is like, nah, let's make it your turn. We got to take it off. We got to get ready. buddy. Broken Bow. That one went to that like two thirty yeah. or three a.m. Yeah. Like I was. <laughs> Yeah, I might as well I, I, have just I, driven straight to the boat ramp from there. <laughs> I slept yeah. like 45 minutes and then finished 10th in the tournament. <laughs> that, hey, that's a formula for that's you. A, that, that's that's uh, that's pretty good. Oh, you yeah. pulled the Josh Smith from Dark oh, Water's yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about uh, that, that interview. That was hilarious. Gosh. No, yeah. Armando, the Armando likes, he's a, he's a coffee guy. I'm a big coffee guy, so... Yeah. Uh, we, we share that in common and I'm a big scotch guy. So I don't, I don't know, Ryan, what do you, what do you drink? 
Uh, anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. I mean, like the economy you know, stuff right I, now. I, I will. Yeah, I mean, I won't turn down a free drink. That's for sure. But um, yeah, I, I do have a. I do have a preference. But I like tequila and Sprite or something. If we're going somewhere drinking drinking liquor drinks, uh, I like that little combo. Uh, if if there's like a good local beer, I like a good you know a few good local beers, <laughs> and yep. then then I'll switch off to something else. But Jack is always a staple as well. But uh, I, if I if I'm sipping something, I'm I'm fine with sipping a glass of bourbon if we're having a a calm night. But nice, you can't. I, and with us, it starts off as a calm night, and then you're <laughs> sipping bourbon, and then you're ninety dollars yeah. deep into a tab, and you're like, well, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I first started fishing, I used to take my own whiskey. Yeah, and I used to just kind of, you know, I'd, I I love whiskey, and then uh, over the years, uh, I, I did enjoy. I do enjoy a good a scotch. Um, so I'm not a connoisseur of scotch yet. I'll drink it. I will smoky taste, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah. You, you know what it is? Uh, you know, like you'll hear with wine that wine doesn't, re- the price doesn't really dictate the wine. Scotch mm. is a little different. Uh, oh, scotch, yeah. the price does dictate kind of like, you know, the, the quality. quality. Yeah. Uh, so definitely. But next time we go around, man, I'm going to have to bring one so you can try it. There you go. Uh, so let's uh, shout out to some of the people that are watching and listening. Uh, Albert, uh, buddy Albert, uh, Lance McWhorter, he's coming a couple of times. Richie, Richie, keep me up on the TNF on the Thursday Night Football. Um, also, I got a comment from Daniel Perry, our co-host or the host of the Advanced Kayak Angler. He says, if you all have 100 attendance shares to split next year between KBF, Hobie, uh, Bass, All-American, Native, and Adventure Kayak Series. Ooh. How do you all think it will shake out? I'm not sure I understand the question, but if you guys understand it. I think he's asking, like, majority share of, you know, where it's going to go. Um, I, I don't think do that, much KBF. I, I don't think anybody does anymore. I think, <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, they're no, yeah, you're right. are down in the 30s and 40s. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I think I think the native one, it, in my opinion, the native and the adventure kayak series are kind of in a different bracket. Like I, I wouldn't put those in with the national trail things. I think those are more kind of novelty. Like if they come close and you're off that weekend, it'll be a fun time. But like the the native thing, I don't think people are are trying to like chase the series around. You know what I mean? Like. If if it's on your favorite lake or whatever, and hey, I can go catch a big bass and you know win a thousand bucks or whatever, I think that's the appeal to that. But I think I think you still have the same, probably four major players. All American seems to have taken uh, a little step back this year as well, uh, attendance wise. Uh, but I mean, I'd say you're still looking at Hobie and Bass uh, top two, and and right now it seems it seems like Bass is probably you know, 60, 40 on that right now, I would say, uh, depending on what changes are made going into next year, you know, Hobie could catch up or it could swing, swing even more. Your thoughts, Rolando? Yeah. I mean, I think Hobie and Bass is really, uh, I, I don't, I've never done the all American stuff. I've seen it. I've seen the attendance on it native. I've never fished it. So I don't really understand how many actually people attend that, but I mean, in my eyes, I only focus on Hobie and Bass. That's my you- main focus. Are you going to fish the native bass power hour when it comes to uh, Lake Fork this Fork. on October? Yeah. It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Is it Halloween? Right around Halloween? Yeah. October 28th. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Well, he's coming down here, he says. Yep. That's what he said. Oh, if he's coming. Well, shoot, man. I actually hadn't given it too much thought. Honestly, um, 
you know, I make, I can make my own schedule so I can really go and do that. But I, honestly, I, I really hadn't given too much thought because in my, my schedule really only filled in for Hobie and Bass. That's all I really, really kind of did. Um, I kind of want to do a lot more fishing next year and I'm, I'm trying to start a YouTube channel. There so, you go. um, I got a nice computer now, so I'm trying to get, you know, get familiar with whole, the whole downloading and making sure the content <laughs> is good and stuff. And, uh, and, uh, and I just got to learn to be an actor, man, because honestly, these, uh, these deals are going to, you know, you're going to require to be good in front of the camera, but yeah. Hobie and Bass is all I really focus on, man. And it's hard for me to say anything else about all American or native because I just never really fished them and I haven't given it too much thought. The all American kayak series. Uh, I haven't fished it. They made some interesting changes this year and I'm, they went I'm to sure a Friday, a Friday yeah. tournament day. And I, like, I don't, I didn't think that was a good move, but yeah, I don't, it felt like it felt like, and I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't want to pass judgment. I, I, I wish everybody does well. I want everybody, even including KBF, if people enjoy it, Hey, the more trails that do better, the, the, the faster the growth. So I don't want anybody to fail. However, on the uh, all American bass kayak series, I felt like there were some changes just for the sake of making changes. Like I was like, I don't understand the changes. I don't see the logic behind it. Maybe they did the research. Maybe they listened to the anglers and that's what they wanted, but hasn't translated to um, getting better. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I hope it works out. I hope they, you know, they find that chemistry. It might just be one of those things where it's like, Hey, we already have too many national trails. There's not enough money or population of, kayak anglers out there to fill them all up we already see one we already seen kbf um again it's not that i wish they would leave or anything like that i would hope they would do great but the reality is it seems like it's on its way out and now you've seen the native bass power hour which i agree with what uh ryan was saying it doesn't feel like a national trail doesn't have an aoi but they do have found a formula, and I wanted to share a little bit of, of, of their numbers this year. I mean, Sesquahana 153, that's yeah. that's good. I mean, it's still we understand Sesquahana is going to pull big numbers. Um, Oregon, if you were to say, you know, on the West Coast, Bass Nation, Bassmaster, and Hobie BOS have struggled to get attendance over there. This is Oregon, which is not known for their bass fishing. 83 yep. anglers. That's not bad at all. That's I mean, more than Hobie had on the Delta the last time they were out there. Exactly. In Oregon, 83. I mean, they have found mm -hmm. a, a some formula of success. And it's, uh, I want to think it's it. because it's a tournament that's not like the other tournaments. It's not a, a traditional five fish limit. Uh, you know, you have the chance for that one big fish to really you know, bring you home some money and a kayak. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think they need to keep the format that they have. Don't yeah. change it. Don't go to an AOI deal where people are chasing this around. You have the winning form. This is the same deal as we just talked yeah. about with mm -hmm. BOS earlier. You have a winning formula, run with it. Just so that's 15. So that's 15 fish, but really that's just a big bass, right? Is that what we're talking about here? Uh, so it's big bass and it's overall. So it's an MLF style event. So yeah. it's all the fish you can catch in a day or ah. it's an hourly big bass payout and an overall big bass. Yeah, there's a lot of money. That's the thing. There's a lot of money going out with an entry fee that's 125. Mm -hmm. And depending on the attendance, they give out three kayaks. 
Yeah. One for the oh, winner, shoot. one for the, I think the other one is for the big bass, and another one is a raffle. So I was like, man, whatever they're doing, they're putting some, I mean, it's a low entry fee with a kind of like low risk, high reward kind of thing. Yeah. So in, uh, they're coming to Lake Fork when? <laughs> uh, it's last weekend in October. <laughs> We need some okay. uh, royalties for this, guys, from the uh, Native Bass Bar. We already got 28, one. 28th, huh? It's yeah. only right now in nine people, which I'm surprised. I know Texas anglers. I'm not <laughs> picking on you guys, but we know we signed. Hey, I haven't signed up for the yeah. throwdown, so but I will. But we we procrastinate on that. So far, there's only nine, but I hope that number grows. Oh, yeah. I'm PK's sure is up, man. Ooh, that should be good. Yeah. So, um Let's dive in into the AOI race for um, the Hobie BOS, because I think that's very interesting. Last three years, your boy, uh, you were minor, uh, Ryan. Uh, I, and, and I want to reference this back to when I had you on the podcast, I think for the first time. I asked you, this was three years ago. I asked you, who do you think was the best angler at that moment? And I did not agree with you, but... I have to apologize. You said you were minor. I'm like, how are you going to pick a kid that doesn't even own a kayak? Um, at that time, he won so early. Like, is this his first year? I don't get it. Like, you know, give it time. Maybe he just got a good streak. That kid is a hammer. And the fact, and honestly, he's been robbed of two AOIs. If the rules were have been reversed, that kid should have back-to-back AOIs because the rule wasn't in place one year. He didn't win it. Shout out to Jordan Marshall. He won it. No, no hate there, of course. I mean, uh, he, he, you get, you have to finish big in the big event. That's what's got him yeah. the last two years. You have to, I mean, it, the way the format that they had, it was set up to where your performance yeah. on the big stage against all the other best anglers is what made, you know, made the move there. And that's, that's what, you know, well, that's what, what stubbed his toe uh, a little bit a, on that. He's deal. at seven ninety six, dude. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like, and that, you know, Armando, when I said that years ago, like he just talking, it, talking to him, uh, he's very confident, almost too confident, but he, he has so much just, just a fish brain, man. Like just a, a fishy sense about how he approaches everything. We were talking about Broken Bow earlier. The way he caught those fish on Broken Bow when he won that pendulum swinging a drop shot through schools of smallmouth, you know, just way offshore. Like who else? Like who is doing that? I mean, that's insane. Like if you sat me on top of them for two hours, I would never be like, man, I should pendulum swing a drop shot. Like, that's that's insane. Yeah. I, I'd never yep. come up with that. <clears throat> He's good with his electronics, man. I mean, yeah. that's just, oh, yeah. the fact is, you know, one. I remember a comment he made a while back. He's like, he said something that he hadn't caught a limit or something around that. And then, uh, you know, he started using his electronics, his live scope. Because we, we know how live scope, you know, there's all that controversy on it, but you know, it, it takes some skill to really use it effectively, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, uh, not, not anyone can just pick it up and turn it on. And no, it makes yeah, because it, 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 it's burned me, you know, trying to use it. And so, like, it, it, yeah, he's he's really good and and he utilizes it right. So, yeah, there's no way to top him off. He's at 796. He must, I mean, he has. Yeah, well, I, last year he did really good. Yeah, I can the, still mess TOS. up top 10, though, at Rayburn. <laughs> <laughs> he did really on good the on, the, on the last year on the TOC. The year prior, it kind of felt, 
I don't want to say he choked because it's easy to meet a Monday morning quarterback this, right? But it was like he had the lead. We all thought he was going to win. And then he had a really bad TLC. And then you wonder, it's like uh, being so young, did the pressure get to him? Did it overthink No, it? that was Lake Eufaula that got to him. That place yeah. is <laughs> trash. Mm-hmm. It is absolute trash. He and I fished the same area. And I mean, it was just, it was tough. It, you know, there wasn't any kind of predictable bite. It was just, you know cover water and hope you bump into fish and jordan marshall is one of the best yes. at that style of fishing when it comes to just just running a pattern forever he'll cover 16 18 miles in a day mm-hmm. just just chunking and winding baby just power fishing like that's that sets up for him where yeah. you know ewing is he's much more tactical like he yeah. will figure out they're holding on this structure or this cover and just work that all day long like he's he's much more tactical you follow, um, I don't know, that sounds familiar. What, what was the Bass Nation or Bassmaster Kayak Series Championship this year? Chickamauga. Oh, Chickamauga. Chickamauga. Yeah, I oh, remember yeah. somebody being oh, first yeah. place. I remember that story being familiar. I remember I was at that was... event. I was at Chickamauga. And... Bro, that one hurt. That one hurt. I think that's what actually tore my Achilles was falling <laughs> on my face that hard in that tournament. Uh, it just weakened it at least for sure. Yeah, I feel I'm I, I'm rooting for you and Minor, but at the same time, I mean Jackson Orr, Finally, he gets a win this year at the Hobie BOS, which he has hasn't gotten. It, it eluded him. Great story. He comes second place to his dad and another on the trail before that. That guy's a beast. Ha- yeah, Jackson is a beast now. I think I think for time there he really focused on other stuff outside of kayak bass fishing, and it it seemed like he kind of you and Miner took that uh, that torch as being like the young kid that's slaying you know the the more experienced hammers. But yeah. now Jackson or has I don't know if he's feeding off of you and Miner what, but he had a great season. I would have if you and Miner wasn't there, I would have said, man, I really want to wish. Jackson or to win it, so I'm kind of torn, torn which one I want to win. But I mean, I think, both I just, great I think Ewing's due for it, man. Like I think he's put in yeah. so much hard work and he's had so much success for three years in a row now. Like, come on, like he's got, he's, he's got to win he's it. Gotta this get year. it yeah. <laughs> he's got to get it this year. Yeah, I, it would be, I think, a disappointment for all of us not to see mm-hmm. him win it. Yeah, so we, we definitely hope he. I'm sure. I'm it. sure his dad will agree as well. Where am I sitting there? I'm. I'm like. I'm way down there in a thirty. Let me see if I can find you here. I, uh, <laughs> D- Dusty Yackers in six. Jody yeah, Quinn. Dust, Dust Dust had a really good year. Yes, he has. Nolan um, Miner, another ham, you know, young hammer. Oh, you. Oh, you. Miner's older brother, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Consistency, so, Jordan Marshall. Jordan Marshall. Can I? Can I? Can I, can I knock Jordan Marshall out if I win first place? Ooh. Maybe. Uh, where are you, Jason? I don't Bull, know. Let's go Jay down. I only got three tournaments in under my belt. Guillermo, Adam, Steven. I don't see you, Russ Knight. Russ Knight have been 17. Uh, no, but I'll get my fourth event in. If I win first at Rayburn, what does that put me at? That's, this is what I'm talking about right here. So then when you say, oh, yeah, you're in for sure. No, you're not, because there's all kinds. There's 78 other factors that could play into it. And I don't, I'm so Ryan Lambert's ahead of you, uh, Rolando? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. What yeah, he's got four events in. He's got four events. I only got three events under my like, belt. Oh, because you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have I fished to. a million. <laughs> Joe McElroy, just there it is, right there. I'm 55 Rolando's with three 55. events. So, so what do you? I, so if I get what 200 points, is that what it is? Yep. So if, if I get 200 it, points, that puts me at 772. 
Where does that put me at? 772? Yeah. Uh, that put right out fourth. of the top 10. No, 772. Oh, 772. I apologize. Uh, right out of the top. That puts three. me in fourth. Yeah. There you go. So no I got to win Rayburn. No pressure, pal. <laughs> well, honestly, uh, Rolando, I think the safe bet is on you to win in that tournament. Nah, man. Safe that's bet. A, that, oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. No. It's your... Who that, do you that think lake, is gonna that, win that? That, that lake, that lake's gonna fish. Um, well, uh, here's the deal: when I won Toledo, that weather played a big role into it. It, it kind of knocked out a lot of the local guys, a lot of the stuff that that was, you know, uh, that they were depending on. This, you going into Rayburn with the low levels, is kind of helping me because those shallow fishermen. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure how good the shallow bite's gonna be. I'm gonna check it. Obviously, I'm gonna be there Tuesday, but. Um, it's not going to fish like Rayburn's normally fishing with that water level down. And with the water level down, and I don't know what the temps have been. I need to check what the temps have been at night. The turnover in the past, I think it was in 2019, I had checked the turnover had happened early in September. Now, turnover? that's not... Yeah, the you turnover. You think that lake that, that big turns over? Oh, yeah. It depends. It's on the north side. It just depends on what side of the lake you're on. Now, mm. it... And when the turnover happened early, it was also on a drawdown. So I have to figure out what condition that lake's going to be in when I, when I, when I, and you got to pay attention to stuff, right? You, you're going to get clues, rate bait, you know, watching your unit, obviously seeing the water when the turnover happens, you know, you'll get some of the bottom sediment come up, uh, things are going to turn around. So you got to pay attention to all that. So based on all of that, if that's happening while we're there, that's going to shake up things. I mean, it can be anybody's game. Because it's going to throw things off, right? Well, uh, the the fish are going to be in a funk, so to speak. Well, and you're going to be chasing them a lot. Two things that I take away from what you've done. First of all, you're kind of undefeated in the last two seasons in Texas and the Hobie BOS, right? Like you won Toledo, you won Caddo. What other trails have been in Texas for the Hobie BOS? So you that's the last two, right? And you won the last two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess you could say that. <laughs> so you got that. And one thing, and I and I've said this before, and I'm not just saying because you're here, Rolando. You you heard me talk about it even when you've not been on the show. One of the things that everyone has something that it factor that helps them out. Like we're talking, you're a minor, his it factor is just being able to use the electronics more efficiently than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, Jordan Marshall. You know, he doesn't even, before this season, hardly use electronics. That's his thing. I think your thing, Rolando, and again, you heard me talk about it. You correct me if I'm wrong. You're one of the best anglers I've seen at adapting. Toledo Bend, night and day conditions between day one and day two. People that listen to my podcast are tired of me saying this, but the most clutch thing that I've ever seen is you get the biggest bag on day one, you look at the what you expect the conditions to be in day two. Overnight, you decide you're going to do something completely different in a completely different area for the lake after getting the biggest bag on day one, and you end up with the biggest bag on day two. I don't know anybody that has that confidence and the guts to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, and we saw it on Cado too. Cado was, you know, the conditions weren't that drastic, but there was uh, 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 a huge thunderstorm during the evening and the early part of the uh, lines out that changed the conditions. And you again adapted and came out with a big win. You were throwing a jerk bait, which 
Ryan, I know you had more new <laughs> podcasts. I saw your face when he said he wanted on a jerk bait. That was, you know, yeah. you, you have that in you, Rolando. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if this conditions that are going to affect local anglers that are going to fish history, I don't think it's going to affect you as much as it's going to affect other anglers. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, you know, I practice on Rayburn and um, I didn't catch a massive bag, but I did get a feel for what the lake was kind of doing. And there's going to be a shift of things, um, I think, going into the tournament uh, towards the end of September. And it all depends on the weather because I got to watch the night. The, the night temperature is really what's going what's gonna to dictate whether that shallow bite will be there or not. How do you think that offshore like brush pile bite is going to be? Like That's one of the things that you hear about Rayburn often, but, but especially I feel like you know, in these summer months in the fall, like, do you think it's going to, do you think that's where it's going to be won if, if you had to put money on it? Mm, you know, I, actually, I, what I think is going to happen is that I think you're going to have to chase fish between shallow and deep because what's happening right now is you have a lot of fish that want to be shallow mm -hmm. because they're put, I saw a lot of fish, a lot of bait in the coves, but they're still dropping the lake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're still dropping so the it's lake. Counterintuitive. The the fish are wanting to pull in, but they they're actually getting pulled back out because of they're getting dropping. pulled back out a little bit. And I think there's going to be a there's going to be a sweet spot. Yeah, there's going to be a sweet spot, and it it's not going to be entirely offshore. I think that if you put your all your eggs in a basket, thinking that offshore completely is going to do it, I think you're going to miss out on some really good sized fish and shallow. You're just going to have to time it right. And the right. thing is, yeah, right. and I, it's because there's a lot of bait out there, and there's a lot of fish schooling you just you have to be in the right areas ryan you're friends with mike iconelli what do you need to do to get rolando into the bass university the kayak series because this guy's an encyclopedia like there has to be there has to be a way for rolando to teach a course on that i mean i, I would pay money for that time dude. i've already i already put his name i put his name on the list uh when i when i first made it like two years ago so it's just get, like they're seriously they're just going going down the list, working with these different anglers, checking off the topics. Like we had like a hundred and something topics that we came up with, and I think we had twenty something anglers on the on the list. So yeah, so well, I appreciate that, that, Ryan. That's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> no, and it should. And, and I mean, all jokes aside, talking. That's why I say I don't care how strict Rolando is and how boring it may be on uh, the days before fishing, I'm rooming with this guy just so I can, you know, soak up all the knowledge that he, he does share and helps out in a way that is not considered intrusive or team fishing or anything like that. He just, he's great at motivating and just kind of giving you clues and thinking like, do this, do that. I remember, and I'll share this story on, um, on Dardanelle last year. We pre-fished it, uh, Rolando. We, I went, I didn't pre-fish with Rolando. We were like, Rolando was like, I'm going here. I want you to go where you want to go and look for what you want to do and see what you want to do. Don't just tag along with me. And we, I think one day we did kind of like, okay, I already pre-fished that one. You already pre-fished that one. The only other area is this one. It's not that we're tagging along, but we're going to both pre-fish that area. Uh, the day, the night before the tournament, I was like, I was really struggling with pre-fishing. I remember telling Rolando, man, what spots are you going to hit? I'm, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. And you told me, it's like, the best thing to do is find your own way. And he gave me a good pack talk to get me like emotionally and mentally into the, 
game plan, but it wasn't like throw this bait, do this. This is how I caught him. It was more like helping me think, what do you, what are the fish doing? What did you try? What did and I think, and I had my best day that I've ever had on a tournament, my base placement oh, yeah. on that you, tournament. You smashed that day, man. Yeah. I put Ryan Lambert on Sunday, too. He <laughs> still yeah. haunts me, by the way. Hey, it happens, but, brother. There'll be plenty of them. You keep fishing. There'll be plenty of those. I promise. But it really speaks to, I mean, if you, for those that are looking to get into this tournament and my, like myself, at some point felt intimidated, you know, try to talk to these anglers that that are considered hammers or PKAs, whatever you want to call them, and be upfront and talk to them and be honest. Don't try to pretend you're something you're not and just be, you know, give you a chance to self to be vulnerable and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting into this. What do I need to look? Don't ask him how to catch him. Just ask him how to how do you can learn what they've learned. I think that's very important. And you can learn from anybody. Like there's always mm-hmm. something that yeah. someone else has to teach you. Like everybody, you know, kind of sees things from a different viewpoint and it may not be, you know, a lure presentation or something, but it may be more about like strategy, like you don't leave fish to find fish or, you know, just something yeah. teaching you to be stubborn or teaching you to ramp hop. Like if it's not working here, then pick up and go somewhere else. Like there's always a, you know, a different way to to go about it. So I, I encourage, that's why I like the group settings and always I try to make sure whenever we, we are on the road somewhere, like just to put out an open invitation. If anybody wants to come, you know, hang out, be around, you know, be around people, meet new people, whatever. I always want to have that out there because, you know, I think that's one of the biggest opportunities for new anglers just to come in and make a friend and, you know, learn something. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the community. I mean, at the end of the once lines in day one, yeah, it's about, you know, placement and getting a check and all that. But I think beyond that, it's about the community. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, the bad stuff is the one that gets more publicity. But really, I haven't had any any single um, situation where I felt like, oh, this is bad or this is negative. It's it's the way you look at it. And for the most part, 99% of the people that are there are really just want to have fun and are more than willing to help you have fun as well and enjoy it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. No, and one of the things that Ryan mentioned is, yeah, you, you can learn from anybody, man. Even yep. like I always, if if you're, it's your first time doing a uh, 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 national event, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes when it's your first time, you like to talk a lot. And yeah. so sometimes you end up, you know, you're listening to those guys and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't thought about that. But shoot, you know, I'll, I'll check that, you know. Yeah. Don't say <laughs> so, too much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't say too much. But uh, yeah, you'll learn sometimes from the newbies, man. And so it's never good to always think that, you know, all the answers, especially if you've been fishing a long time. You tend to stick to your your ways. And uh, unfortunately, fishing is one of those things that where the the playing level, the the level field of of thinking what you know is not always accurate. So, like it, you know, you can pick up information from anybody, and all of a sudden you're like, shoot, you know what? I don't know nothing about damn fishing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it really is. It's no, there's no one specific formula now that's going to help you catch sheep fish. It's going to be could be the same lake, uh, same weather. Two days apart, it can be it, completely different fishing. Yeah, I know it's different when you're tra- like well, I used to fish locally in the same lake and do a bunch of stuff. And and I think if you fish the same lake and you and you you get there, you you kind of get the the uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? The uh, kind of the routine of things, what's going on on the lake. But when you start traveling to different parts of the country, man, you start realizing like, holy moly, I, I really don't know that much. Yeah. And then you start to really, that's where my whole analytical way of thinking starts to kind of play like the weather. You got to know, you got to understand the species, you got to understand the conditions. And then that's when that stuff starts to help you out a little bit when you start traveling around. By the way, uh, Ryan, I think Lance McWhorter was talking about his subscription to Bass University. He watched some of your, you know, series. You, you're there, right? So that's what he's talking about. He learned <laughs> from that. Lance <laughs> learned all kinds of stuff from me. Don't worry. Good we, or have bad. Late, we have late night conversations from time to time. <laughs> we hey, can what, do a whole what, segment on that one. <laughs> what, what do you guys think about that new lure from Six Sands, that whole panorama stuff? Uh, I, haven't I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it, man. I, you haven't I, seen it? No, hold up. Like now it's I have been to... all over the freaking social media. Bro, I, I don't know. I, I, you guys it, talk between I, yourself. I hadn't even been thinking about fishing. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been I, working. Well, I mean, I, I hadn't been able to fish since June. I forced that lacrosse tournament, so I've just been pretty much out of the deal. Uh, I've been focusing yeah. on hunting stuff. Like I've been shooting my bow, trying to get ready for uh, for this elk hunt, and we did some bird shooting this week, and I just – I change focus in the fall, man. Like if, if I can yeah. get into a championship, that's great. If I can't, I'm going hunting. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a fun. What, what is, what is the new here. bait? I got it here on the. Okay. The all right. It, it looks like the new, um, from Berkeley, that new, that's kind of like the ghillie, but it's more like a shad instead of, a. you, you yeah, know, it's, right? it's, a, it's, a, apparently it's accounted for some really big fish for Josh Jones and, uh, Milliken, oh, but I don't uh, want to do, there we go. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, a, wow. it, oh, I, I have, I have seen that. I have seen yeah. that on, I think I saw it today on an Instagram reel. Yeah. Uh, oh. I watched it on a drop shot and I was like, holy crap. So that's what I, I remember. Freak. That's what I read. They were throwing some of these bigger ones on like a nose, like nose hooked or something. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I saw one rigged up on the, on the uh, drop shot, the five inch and uh. the action on it. I'm just like, it full. I'm like, it literally looks like a real fish. Really? <laughs> yeah, it looks like I I thought I saw Christine Fisher made a reel. Oh, did she? Uh, but not on this one. On the Berkeley's version, it of was this. a Berkeley something. I saw it too, yeah. like reeling really mm. fast through the water or something. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, which goes back to all the controversy now of copying things and all that. But yeah, I mean, it looks. I've had I've used the ghillie, the small one, and I've caught some nice bass with it. So mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, shout out to Christine up. Fisher. The, I. I rig it just like she yeah. showed in her video when she was fishing the Brazos. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, no, I started rigging it that way. And I actually had some nice bites on it. So shout out to her for that. Yeah, she's got some good tips, man. She spends enough time on the water to, to, to validate what she's saying is accurate. <laughs> Speaking of hammers, J.R. Mockaby, that's another one. If he's fishing that Sam Rayburn, Ryan, you don't know, J.R. Mockaby is, if I, he decided to go national trails and fish it all all that you know Shaso's national frog AOI, over here. he would wreck havoc on a lot of people's pockets he is a okay. great angler that guy uh finds a frog bite no matter where <laughs> in the middle of winter <laughs> sub-zero temperatures you'll find a you frog see bite. that stuff a lot man like you'll get these early <laughs> spring tournaments when you think there wouldn't even be a topwater bite and then somebody goes and throws a frog all day and just wrecks them yeah. He won the not last year, the year before 2021, uh, Lone Star Throwdown on a topwater, uh, on um, yeah, 
Steelhouse. It was on Steelhouse, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a hammer. Well, guys, I've had you for an hour. I know you guys are tired. You've been working all day. So I want to keep you too much. I'll give each one of you a chance to, you know, plug in whoever you want to plug in. Ryan, I know you got more to plug in with the with everything you're doing. So all the sponsors that you have, the plethora on KBN. So go ahead. Yeah, just go watch KBN, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, obviously, you know, all, the team dugout, they they really support everything that we do, whether it's Steve-O running the, the Bass Nation stuff or Jeff and I with the podcast. They're they're great for all of our, our local trails, Bass Nation and whatnot. And then, you know, uh, honestly, uh, just support all the, all these little platforms. I mean, we, we all have our own little thing and kind of our own spin on stuff. I encourage you to listen to, you know, multiple podcasts and shows and, and, you know, just expand your mind, get some different viewpoints. And like we said earlier, you can learn something from, from everybody. So the more, the more knowledge you expose yourself to, the more you're going to absorb. That's my plug. I've learned from Josh Smith and Doug Waters kind of fishing to you that much. So there you go. Yeah, I need, uh, they're in Georgia, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yeah. Marietta, yeah. Georgia. Right I, need, I, need move, I need to move, man. <laughs> Not from Texas. You know. <laughs> Rolando, go ahead, plug in. Uh, yeah, no, man, you know, for me, it's just that I don't have a lot of sponsors. I only have uh, outdoor, you know, outdoor alphas here locally in San Antonio and uh, Z-Pro who, who support me and J-Rods Custom Builds and Repairs who build some special technique rods like my jerk baits and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, on a separate note, you know, I do mortgages. So anybody in Texas, um, that's what I do. I was an underwriter for 10 years. So I did all the back end stuff and now I'm on the sales side and uh, it's not the best time to be in it. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's tough right now. <laughs> but you, uh, my buddy's a real estate agent. He sent me he sent me a message today. He's like, hey, man, if you know anybody buying a house, like <laughs> give him my number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both Rolando and I are working right now in real estate. I do home inspections and it, it's been tough the last, you know, and summer is usually that's a bad thing about it. Summer is usually when we get you know, cut our teeth in. Um, and summer was started off good, but man, those interest rates feeling. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just nervous to turn loose yeah. some money right now. Understandably yeah. so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking your time for the, all those that watch and commented Lance, JR, uh, Steve Fields, Kyle Burns, uh, Lance, 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 man. Thank you. Lance, for Lance been all over tonight. <laughs> Shout Richie out to Steve Fields too, by the way, we were talking about yes. masters and their media. Steve Fields does an excellent job with the media for Hobie and, you know, keeping the social media fresh and TikToks and whatnot. Uh, that it wasn't to discount anything that Steve Fields does. Yeah, great no, with it. I think, mm -hmm. you know, what we were saying there more on the, just the Bassmaster, the, the whole platform that they have where your name is up there next to an elite, you know, an elite series guy. Like that's that's something that is just unique to that. And by the way, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations on Steve Fields. I think he got a promotion this year, right? When the season started, right? Steve Fields is a promotion. He's a, he he runs the the world of Hobie. You can't you can't get any higher than Steve Fields. Richie, you owe me the scores for Thursday night Thursday night football. You got me uh, spoiled from last week. But anyways, thank you all for um, also Albert from uh, Canyon Lake Anglers. So appreciate you tuning in. Check us on our uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Bass kayak and beers to my guests and uh, people watching. Thank you so much. Have a great night, everyone. Wear your PFDs. You're going to have a couple of beers. Just drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.